Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of Reminder Fan Podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I would like to talk about the preseason friendly game between Manchester United and Everton. The game ended 4-0 in favour of Manchester United and I would like to share my thoughts on that game. And also I'll be talking briefly about the Community Shield game between Leicester City and Manchester City and the game ended 1-0 in favor of Leicester. I will also be sharing my thoughts briefly on that. And so without any further ado, let's get right into it. Right, welcome back. So earlier today, Manchester United defeated Everton 4-0 with goals coming from Mason Greenwood, Bruno Fernandes, Harry Maguire, and Diogo Dalot. So, it was a decent performance, especially in the first half. Uh, Manchester United did okay. There was a lot of um, good passing, good movement. Um, uh, let me start with the lineups. Um, David Dijia was in goal. Wambisaka, Lindelof, Maguire, and Lukshaw in defense. Midfield was Matic, Van Beek, Bruno Fernandes, and the forwards were Marshall, Greenwood, and Daniel James. So, the this is a squad I believe will face Leeds United with one or two tweaks here or there. Maybe a tweak in attack. Maybe... Maybe Cavani or Sancho. I don't know. Probably Sancho. Uh, but this is likely going to be the starting eleven against um, Leeds United. I don't see us. Well, I don't see Ole bringing starting the likes of Cavani, Sancho in that game. Probably they may, he may bring them on as subs in that game but i don't think they will be starting i think this will be the likely lineup to take on leads and i hope only sticks to the squad that started this game they were very impressive in the first half good momentum good passing good build up domination of the midfield passed the ball very well so i don't see anything there was not much wrong they did in the first half of course um, there's a lot of room for improvement and I hope that um, this will be a platform from which they would begin to get back to 100% uh, performance and fitness and you know the all-round game coming to play by the time they take on leads. I was initially very worried about the team because I feel that we should have played more friendly games. So this is the first time the team is playing and I don't think they've had enough minutes but there's not much that can be done at this point in time so it was good that many of the players got a run out that the way they did in this game so individually the judge did okay he was excellent throughout he didn't have much to do until in the second half he had one or two shots shots straight at him so he did all he did well 
and with Henderson out due to COVID, I expect that um, David Dejea will start against Leeds, and I expect him to keep his shirt in as number one. Uh, then Henderson would have to just be this time. Uh, he has time on his hands. There's the World Cup is next year in 2022 is unlikely to be ahead of Pickford even if he was getting a regular looking by Ole so um, I think we should just stick with DJ as our number one for the Premier League and Champions League um, Dean Henderson and Tom Heating can rotate between themselves in knockout competitions like Carabao Cup and the FA Cup where DJ should be our number one in both the Champions League and the Premier League then look sure of course he had an assist from the corner kick which Maguire converted they both did okay they didn't do too much wrong um same too with Lindelof he also had a good game a decent enough game um I guess um uh, with Varane coming they're not he's good to be he has to be he has to be a backup to Maguire and to you know fill in when Ole wants to rotate players for Champions League or or Carabao Cup or FA Cup, so that is the situation. He has had his chance. He has failed to cement his place with Harry Maguire in central defence. He obviously has weaknesses in the air and is not so quick, but he has a very good read on the game, good passing range, and is a good defender, very good defender, but. Varane is here and Varane should be our centre-back pairing with Harry Maguire. Maguire is captain, there's nothing we can do about that. So, that's just, that's just it really. As for Wabisaka, he did okay too. He was solid throughout. He was on the pitch. So, there's not much to add about Wabisaka. We all want him to improve on his his passing and his um deliveries into the box. So I hope he will do more this season. I get more assists in that department. Then in midfield, Van der Beek, Matic did very well. They were able to control the midfield uh, admirably, and with Bruno, they they did okay. And uh, we could see the drop off in the quality in the second half when Fred came in, Fred and Pereira. I'll get to them later on, but Van der Beek, Matic did okay midfield. The problem we have with Matic is he can't do it on a consistent basis because of his age. Um, so um, it'll be interesting if to see if Man United will sign a midfielder in the summer. Uh, we need a defensive midfielder, especially defensive midfielder. I would favor a young Goreska or a Wilfred Indidi um, to come in to the midfield who will play more regularly with Van der Beek or with Paul Pogba and Bruno. Like McTominay and Fred could be sport players whom we can call upon in an injury crisis or in lesser competitions like the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup. So that is it. That is it for me. That should be our starting lineup. I mean, our midfield against Leeds United, and also against. Uh, sorry, in 
the attack. Greenwood grabbed the goal. Bruno also grabbed the goal. A beautiful free kick, an amazing free kick. So, um, we would really be depending on these players to, you know, get their shooting boots on against Leeds United. Marshall didn't have lots of service, and it's worrying for me that our strikers keep getting stabbed off balls. So we really need to do something about this. I think it's only Bruno that is the only creative spark we have in the team. I guess that's why um, people, players like Marshall or the striker Cavani or Marshall get stabbed off service because it's just Bruno who has that, uh, maybe Pogba when he plays, that give our strikers that creative spark. You know, so and um, Pogba sometimes plays quite deep. You know, so it's just Bruno really that creates for the attacker, and we really need to do something now that Sancho is here. Let's hope that Sancho will help in getting support to the striker, whoever it is, be it Cavani or Anthony Marshall. So Danny James had. In my opinion, an indifferent game. He didn't do too badly. In that, was he um, outstanding? You know, he didn't really do anything out of the ordinary. So, I believe um, that my thoughts on the on the performances of the first eleven players today. Anyways, um, the substitutes. Trezeguet came on. He did okay, but he really needs a loan to get back his confidence and get back his solidity solidity back. You know, it is um Transibe has potential to be a very good defender, but because of he doesn't get enough opportunities, I think it's affecting his overall performance and his confidence. So he needs the confidence that comes with being used regularly, being exposed regularly. You know, to intense games to bring back that mojo. So, Trazeway needs to go out alone. Um, Dalot came on, he did okay, did very well, and we would need Dalot to be doing very well. Um, we are hearing reports that it might be Trippier that only might sign as backup to Juan Bissaka. I don't know if it's a good move, 81 year old being back up at this level as a tattoo year old you need to be playing regularly and at that stage of your career you shouldn't be whooping the bench for a 23 year old so i don't know if it's ideal for us to sign Trippier. he will be a good signing for us no question he'll provide a lot of output from the right maybe only looking at that looking at it from that angle but dalot can also do that as well he needs games and i'm sure um, if Dalot gets lots of games, he will do okay. Brandon Williams did okay at left back. Um, my worry with uh, Brandon Williams is his delivery. He doesn't seem to get enough, a lot of crosses. And that's because he's a right-footed left back. He should be on the right and whipping in crosses into the 80-yard box. But defensively, he, he was solid today. So... Nice one for Brandon Williams. Um, players like uh, Fred came on, Poba came on, Ghana came on, 
McTominay came on and played the central defense. Um, there was a drop of Juan Mata, and there was a drop of I think Messi Grew played 19 minutes, so there was a drop off really from most of the players. We expect players like Andreas Pereira and Juan Mata to begin to step up, but Juan Mata is not getting any younger, and so he's a I think player that matter uh, is being signed on sentiment. His contract will be excellent because of the sentimental attachment uh, we have with him personally. So, uh, I, but really, he doesn't offer us much, and he will not be offering us much. Yes, we see the moments of brilliance, like today. There were some flashes of his brilliance, but he's not um, going to do this consistently when the league starts proper. And, you know, remember, this is a friendly game. Not all things will be as bad as everything were today. So, it's um, a difficult one. We should stop playing Mata on the right wing. We should play more centrally where he can be more influential. On the right wing, he will just be, you know, bullied and, you know, taken care of by the by any decent defender. Pereira, the same thing. Um, I think Pereira is because we can't really get him off our books that easily. Um, Ole should sell him if any opportunity comes. Then also, you know, like who else? What am I missing? I think that they basically there was a drop off um, in the second half. Fred did okay. He did all right. He didn't make too many stupid passes as he's wont to do. Bogba also he didn't do much. Um, Bogba needs to sort out his future ASAP. I'm sure he and the club have to be working on something. I don't think. Um, I think it would be silly if by now we are not sure whether Bogba will be signing. Or living with if he's going to be living, it needs to be sold now, and we begin to rebuild with the money we get from him. I don't think it makes sense for us to let him run down his contract and not. There's no reason. There's absolutely no reason why he shouldn't be signing by now. You know, and we are playing him. You know, what if he gets injured? What happens? It makes no sense. He should sort out his future now. Unless my United are prepared to let him go for free. And, well, if that is what they want, that's fine. It's not my money. But, really, it makes no sense. It's best to cash out and use the money and invest in our defensive military department. That's what I feel. So, that's basically. Uh, so, the game ended 4 0. Dallas scored the fourth goal. Became a very. Became a good result on paper anyways uh, humiliation for Everton with Trevor Benitez I I expect that we will carry on from this in the next game against Leeds that is the real that is the real game that is what that's the real day that is what we are all looking forward to so results begin to make more meaning from next weekend and I hope that our players will rise to the occasion and do us proud. Let's fix Saturday. So basically, that's my take on the game between Manchester United and Everton. 
I also like to talk about the community shoot game between Leicester City and Manchester City. Leicester won one zero from a penalty scored by Kelechi Natural on the eighty ninth minute, I believe. I it I'm seeing reports that the goal the penalty award was a dubious one. I don't think it was a dubious penalty. I think it was a cast iron penalty. You know, um, AK you know, lost the ball and he tried to win it back and fouled um, in the process. I don't see why people are trying to um, try to suggest that the penalty was a dubious one. It was clear as daylight, in my opinion. Uh, AK was clumsy and he paid the price. That's basically. Uh, overall, the game was a good game. Leicester was slightly the better side. Um, Manchester City were missing some key players, uh, but somebody said that the so-called understrength Manchester City team was worth three hundred eighty million pounds. So what are we saying? So um, we have to put things in perspective. The players they brought in to shore up the game. That's Man City. I mean, oh God, it was. I mean, they were worth two hundred million pounds. That's what a report I read. So everything has to be put in perspective. Yes, the Manchester City team were not the strongest. They were missing Sterling. They were missing Jesus. They were missing um, Phil Foden. They were also missing Kevin De Bruyne. Um, for those four players, uh, usually make them tick. Excuse me. So, um, the Master team was under strength, and the moment I saw the game, how the game was panning out, I thought that I knew that Leicester would probably win it, and my suspicions were proved right. Uh, the Leicester team were much stronger in terms of their first team squad. It's a team you probably will not be, you will not be surprised. If they fit, they field fielded well, I don't know if that's the right term to use. The squad that the Leicester City team fielded today is probably is one of the, it's a squad line or it's a line of brother that would probably start any game. You know, they are playing at home or away. So it's uh, it, the 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 Leicester City team were stronger in terms of um, the personnel that played the game on paper, but it didn't really translate that way in on the picture of play. But um, Leicester deserved a win. Um, they played very well. Tillemans, indeed, they, they really bossed the midfield, and they did okay. And they started trying to hold back and sit back on and try to hit uh, City on the break, which um, they actually able to do with the penalty they won. So we saw Jagulish coming up for City at some point in the second half. He he did okay, but he didn't really do anything out of the ordinary. Yes, it's his first game. After a short training with the Manchester City team, I will probably see more of him next weekend against Spurs. 
So, um, that is basically um, City deserve to lose on the balance of play. Leicester deserve to win. A big shout out to Wilfredin Ili and Kiliche Natural Nigerians who did very well for Leicester earlier today. So that's it basically. Congratulations to Leicester. Um, Premier League resumes on Friday between Arsenal and Brentford. United will be taking on Leeds Saturday lunchtime 12.45pm. I want to I can't really wait for. I can't really wait for the league season to resume, and my United begin to perform. You know. Perform the way we hope they will. It's very important we kick off the season, um, very well because of um, what happened last season. We struggled to hit our stride earlier last season, and we. Very, ultimately pay the price for such a slow start we should start off faster this season and see where it leads us at the end of the season so um a shout out to jesse lingard who um has covid19 i hope he'll be back in time to begin to contribute his quota to the team um we need him to come on to you know replace bruno fernandez or any of the wingers in many league games so that players will be, will be properly rotated and give him more rest than they are getting currently at old trafford so that's that ladies and gentlemen thank you all for listening i appreciate you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast i will see you next time have a good one stay safe Have a pleasant Sunday.